Welcome to The Rural Rockstar, a podcast dedicated to empowering rural women with the tools and inspiration to transform their lives and businesses from the inside out. I share my journey of Survive to Thrive in life and business, and I show what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I also interview other rockstar women from around the world to inspire you to do it too. My mission is to empower the next generation of rural changemakers to show up and be the leaders we need. I'm Katrina, your rockstar host. Let's rock. Hello and welcome back to the Rural Rockstar. I'm your host, Katrina Myers, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Acterson, my coach. Hello, Suzanne. Hi, Katrina. It's so nice to be here with you. Oh, it's so, so lovely. I'm so excited about this conversation because it's going to be filled with so much sort of inspiration and fun stuff. And yeah, I think it's just going to be just wonderful for our for my listeners. So thank you so much for joining me. And so Suzanne is my my coach. Um, she's my business coach and kind of came across her a couple of years ago now and have finally ended up working with her. And as some of my audience will know, and as you know, Suzanne, I've done a lot of investing in myself, a lot of courses and yeah, I have worked with a couple of coaches um, and yeah, like just really loving working with Suzanne and what what you have brought and just so wonderful to, to work with you and you've just been so fabulous. So it's just a joy to have you on today. So I'm very grateful for your time. And Suzanne is coming to us all the way from France, which is yeah. a lot of the reason <laughs> that we're going to be talking about today and a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about, how Suzanne got to France. Um, Suzanne has had a, has, has had a varied career, I guess, and has also owned a, 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 an interior shop, Habit, Habit Tots, is that, is that what it was? Habit Tots. Yep. Tots, it was in Albert Park in Melbourne. Yes, which some of the listeners may actually know because I think it was it was a pretty well known um, store, wasn't it? And had a very successful. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a store. It was also a community, and um, yeah, so that was kind of um, it was well known in, in in Melbourne when when I finished up. <laughs> yeah, so very amazing, and then has you know had a total sort of lifestyle and career change, and ended up in France, which we, I'm going to ask you all about it because it's always so much better when you explain it rather than me. But has ended up in France. And is now a coach with her own online coaching and online business. So just can't wait to dive into hearing all about your story, Suzanne. So start by telling us, we always like to start with, how did you get to where you are now? And I'm sure this will be an interesting journey for you. <laughs> yes, yes. And I guess it's the, the question is where to start, right? So, yes. um, you know, I guess physically, like you said, I'm in the southwest of France. Um, so sometimes people think, kind of like assume I might break on the footstep of like Paris and I'm not at all. So I'm about a nine and a half hour drive from Paris right down to the southwest. So we're actually uh, an hour from the Spanish border, if that kind of helps, you know, um, in terms of location. But we are in um, the middle of like country bumpkin France, um, rural, very rural France. We are in a farming community. Um I have gone from always living in cities. I didn't really realize that I was always a city slicker to now, you know, owning chickens and are having our little over an acre here and live um, in a village, just outside of a village. So we have walking access and and can get to to a village. um, So that keeps me within civilization, you know, somewhat. Um, But I ended up here um, to, I guess, to to try to sum it all up, I guess, to try to reconnect um, with, ourselves we tried to we, we realized when we were living in Melbourne I lived in you can tell by my accent I'm obviously not from Melbourne I do have an Aussie uh sometimes twang or intonation to my to my voice um 
but lived in Melbourne for uh, 18 years. And my three boys are Aussies. Um, and I, in, while I had my store in 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 Melbourne, and it was called Habitats, like you said, uh, we just felt kind of felt like we were going through the paces of life and going through the motions without really. Um, and 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 over time, I guess, started to feel a little bit disconnected to ourselves and kind of. Um, actually, it was with this with the birth of Charlie, my my third son, who. Um, where I guess for the first time, you know, in, in a long time, we, I, I took some time off and it was actually just uh, it, a year after I'd opened the store. Um, and for the very first time, I kind of, con- we contemplated and we, you know, we really liked, he was born in the end of June and it was winter in, in Australia. And um, we kind of hunkered down and just things got a bit slow and for the first time in ever, because before I opened Habitats, I was um, running an advertising agency and the pace was always, you know, a pace. It was always, you know, running onto planes and running to conferences internationally. And I went from that straight into, you know, starting a completely different business, which was Habitats, um, in a totally different industry that I had never been in. So it was just like head down, bum up, go, 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 go. And so when I had Charlie, it was kind of the first time that I kind of took a, took a breath. And it was during that time that obviously my husband and I kind of started to go, you know, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we, you know, what's this pace that we're running at? We had surrounded ourselves by things, um, lots of beautiful, you know, parts of our life. We had a beach house down the Great Ocean Road, which we still have, you know, this incredible home. We had serial renovated um, over a period of like about 10 years. We did multiple renovations and and had a lot, but kind of still felt a longing and still felt a little bit lost. Now, in hindsight, I can look back and I can see that um, there was a misalignment. So there was a misalignment in, I think, in in the fact that we were um, not really living in our values. Mm -hmm. And probably I had done some value exercise and value work, you know, prior in my executive role, um, but wasn't really integrating it in my in my new business. So my business had values and I had, you know, was, was working away. But then my life values were kind of feeling disconnected. So you know, the, we felt like the, really one of the only ways to kind of really halt things and ch- and make a complete change to our life was to follow a dream, which we had had for many, many years, which was to move to, to Europe. We'd said Europe originally. Um, but on a trip in 2006, we had driven through France and we looked at these falling down French farmhouses and we were like, oh, my gosh, imagine actually renovating one of those. So we kind of put these pieces of the puzzle together and thought, you know, let's let's do it now. You know, it's kind of now or never. Our eldest was nine, um, so that was you know also one of the things that kind of got us got us spurred on because we thought the kids are young enough. Let's go and do it now. Um, and you know, against all odds, kind of against it wasn't easy. You know, it wasn't easy to shut everything down. And that was you know I had invested a lot of money and time and energy into creating habitats. But um, when I got back to kind of my my heart center and got back to, you know, during that time, post, post, um, having Charlie, you know, it, it, it was, it was screaming at me. It was saying, you need to, you may you need to make a change. And so instead of, um, going down the path of franchising habitats, which I was looking at doing and turning it into an empire, I shut it down. <laughs> um, and we put all of the contents of our, um, of our home, into a container and it sat in the southeast suburbs of of Melbourne for four years um and off we went we bought tickets to to, to France we kind of found a spot that we 
thought we um, that looked good. Like, you know, we started looking on a map and kind of thinking about where we wanted to be. We were kind of some we're, we're about 30 minutes from the coast. We have we had boys that love to surf. So we were like, OK, we're going to like this. You know, it's it's still different because it's going to be rural. It's going to be in the countryside of, of, of France. But we're still within, you know, a stone's throw of the surf capital of Europe being um, being the coast near where we are and on the foothills of the mountains here in, in the Pyrenees. So we just thought this place sounded great. And we uh, landed in Paris in 2017 um, and literally drove to our little village. And people are like, you went from Melbourne to here? Like, how did you? <laughs> we just kept following. We just kept following our hearts. And I think the biggest thing, um, the biggest thing that I can, again, in hindsight, see was that we just trusted. We just trusted it would work out. Oh. So that's how we ended up here. <laughs> so amazing. I forgot to say in the introduction, of course, that you are now a rural rock star as well. I mean, you know, <laughs> I've got you on today for a few reasons to talk about, you know, making the big change and moving overseas. Um, and to hear from that and from to hear from you as sort of an expert, but also you are a rural rock star as well, which we love because you are living in remote or rural France. So what a story. I just love hearing that story so much I think it's so inspiring and so because there must be so many people so many of us who feel out of alignment and who are just in the grind in the day-to-day you know especially rural women who find themselves in these situations where they probably feel quite stuck but I imagine you potentially could have also felt stuck I mean it's you know you had yes. to make that choice still. You had a business. You were so heavily invested. Like to actually give all that up was a massive decision. So for a lot of people that would just seem so overwhelming and so difficult, but so many of us are living out of alignment. So how did you, yeah. like, how hard was that? Yeah, I guess it's it's kind of like a muscle that you that you train. I have taken lots of leaps um, in my life when, um, and I, when I felt like something was off or felt like I, I needed to make a change. And, um, you know, so, so one, one, it takes a little bit of practice, but two, um, you know, doing that value work, actually, I did it with a life coach years ago, like I said, just to see what, um, what it is that, that is most important to you and how you kind of want to want to live. It doesn't mean you have to move or, you know, make a, make massive, massive changes. It's just about becoming super intentional about your your life and just being super intentional about the way that you want to craft it and the way that you want to design it and that's what I'm really passionate about now and as you kind of already know I'm, I'm working on launching my own podcast and writing a book and whatnot because I see so many people um, stuck I see so many people that are kind of living other people's expectations of how they should be in careers in in um, sometimes location. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, as we, especially as we get older, you know, parents obviously pass. And then all of a sudden you're living this life that maybe isn't what you wanted with, you know, with sometimes people that you don't want to be with or in jobs that you don't want to be or in a location you don't want to be in, or maybe just, you know, something just feels like you are just going through the paces and, you know, not really connected to who, who you are. And it's not about, recreating yourself it's actually probably about getting back to who you've always been Mm. and that's what it's been for me so I went for obviously took a leap from going from you know um living in Canada to to Australia you know from executive role to starting out on my own from starting out on my own to coming to, to, to coming to France and 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 each time um yeah it probably got a little bit easier but it's about thinking about what 
most important to you and um, taking just taking small actions to 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 do it. That's the yeah. That's, that's such key. great advice. It's t- it's taking the step back to actually think about what you really want and what your values actually are, and that's the space that so few of us give ourselves. But I think it's also encouraging because there would be probably many women listening thinking, "Well, I can't just pack up and move to France." It's not not necessarily about having to take that drastic action either, but it's just about thinking about and tuning no. well, how can you integrate more of what's really important to you and what feels in alignment into your current life and where you are now and give yourself right. to think, that, think about that. Yeah, yeah, because getting just really intentional about how you want to live and how you want to just show up each day if you're feeling really, um, you know, you're feeling like a, like like you're not being the best mom or you're you know you're always crabby or your energy's low or whatever it is it's taking the small steps to okay say to yourself okay how can I just be more intentional about my behavior about my health about my mindset and all of those things are so um so crucial to you know to our to our energy and how we're showing up each day and sometimes it's actually about like I said it's about reconnecting with 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 who you are it's actually about putting yourself first so if I ask you the question you know and I do this sometimes with my with my clients you know to write a list of the people that are the the the, the highest priority in your life mm. and 100 times out of 100 people will not put themselves at the top of that list ever they will put their husband and their kids and sometimes even in the reverse order their kids and then their husband which has to be talked about as well <laughs> and not them and this is what I did with my life coach 15 years ago. And when she said, you need to be at the top of that list, mm. I kind of went, oh, no wonder I'm feeling so depleted. I'm not filling my cup in the day. I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling, because as women, we're natural nurturers. We're naturally inclined to take care of everybody else first. But so actually that reconnection sometimes is about just putting yourself first and thinking, what the hell do I like actually doing on a daily basis? What gives me joy? What gives me you know, such satisfaction. And maybe it's like, you know, like I said, I, I'm going to the market after we record this and, and it's, that gives me such joy. And I block out my calendar on a Thursday. So I don't do client calls and I don't do work because that gives me joy. So mm-hmm. some might think that's selfish, but it's actually totally selfless because I turn up and I show up as a better mom this afternoon, tomorrow on the weekend. Uh, you know, I show up better for my clients because I'm doing things that I love to do. I love gardening. I love now taking care of my chickens, all that kind of stuff. So I make that an absolute priority. It's not a secondary thing. So I actually now live my life first and then my business and everything else comes comes second. And anybody can do that from anywhere. It's just about, you know, be, and, and that really shifts your energy when you're doing things that produce joy, like joy is like the highest vibration frequency you can you can be at. So when you're feeling joyful, you're like, shit, I got a good life. I'm feeling gratitude. Well, that's also way up there. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling happy. I'm, my relationships are good. You know, you're, 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 you're just intentional about how you want to feel and how you want to be. So it doesn't mean you have to move all over, you know, move wherever. Of course, I'm always up for big, big leaps like that. But um, yeah, it's just about getting, you know, super, super intentional about how you want to be and how you want to show up and how you want to play out the the years of your life instead of just having your blinders on like a horse on a racetrack and kind of missing everything that's going on around you. Mm, such good advice. And absolutely, <laughs> just, I love it. It's, it's so, yes, such powerful advice. And I think the second part of what you've done in your life is not only the life transformation, but the business transformation. And so much of what you were saying there and what I was hearing is, and what it was making me think of is also that 
it's the business decision that you've made as well, which has brought you so much joy. You know, it's the decision to actually and the creation of your own business, which is so aligned mm. with you that also, and, you know, people can do that from anywhere for sure, can't they? You can start, you can now start your own online business from anywhere in the world. So talk to us about that transition as well. Yeah. So when we came here, I knew I would want to do something. We came without jobs. So we did rent our home initially in Melbourne. Um, which gave us an income and gave, gave us enough of an income to not really have to work when we got here and just be you know living living with basics like we're not living a, you know li- we weren't living a lavish lavish lifestyle but we had enough just to to for our monthly expenses for rent and and, and everything else so that gave me a little bit of time it kind of gave me this carte blanche you know blank slate um <laughs> to to start from carte blanche um and it gave me a blank slate to start from, but also just gave me like took the pressure off to not have to go, I'm on the ground here. What am I going to do? I need to make money. I need to, you know, that kind of thing. So um, if you are already at a job, it's a good time to, you know, keep that income coming in and think about these kind of things and kind of, you know, stand over on the side and, and think, OK, well, if I were if I were to create my own business, what would that look like? And start start those wheels in motion while you still have some income coming in. Um, that's obviously not not absolutely mandatory but it does help it helps to take the pressure off um so when I got here I in that kind of I, I got into very kind of reflective mode and thought back to my life in and in, in, in starting habitats and looking at my executive role and all that kind of stuff and and realized that even when I started habitats that I realized that kind of out of alignment thing around um my business and my and my personal values so I thought well if I I, I am a I'm a, I don't know if you know human design, but I'm a, a generator. And so I like to do, I like to create things. I like to, um, I'm ambitious and I want to make an impact in the world. And so I knew, you know, um, just kind of sitting back and, and feeding my chickens for the next 20 years wasn't going to really satisfy me. Um, and, um, so I actually just started doing a little bit of like marketing for a couple of former clients. And even that, you know, I would take, I took my role, you know, which was a very small, like freelance role. And, and it turned from, um, you know, I guess I, I, I put my put my toe in the water. And so it does get you, you know, you can start with something and then mold it and change it. And eventually I was like creating their strategies and almost running their businesses. And I thought, okay, I'm, I think I'm actually business coaching here. I think I'm actually now running their businesses and this really fuels me. I don't want to just be taking care of their social media or doing their emails or whatever it, it, it might be. I kind of want a little bit more um, strategy and a bit, a bit more strategic involvement in, in the business. And so I, um, I started um, coaching and I just started helping other people create strategies, um, execute their, you know, their strategies. Um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big thinker. So, you know, I think I, I'm, I, I can see things that sometimes people can't, other people can't necessarily see. Um, so I just started doing it. I just started doing it. And along the side of that, I started, um, I think it was on Instagram. I was sharing our journey with coming here and I just started showing up as me. I just started, started authentically sharing what we were doing. And then eventually the two kind of merged where I was showing up as me, you know, our life in France, our travels our you know, the fact that one, I realized that one of our values that was really important was the spirit of adventure, um, and, you know, that was obviously fostered and, and, and by, by coming here, but then that's really important, continues to be really important to us. And um, I started sharing that journey. And then as I realized that, that I was actually doing business coaching, I started formalizing that and said, okay, I'm a business coach. You know, I, 
I put it out there and I started to build my personal brand. And that's where the two kind of came together. So now my my online presence is very much a bit of a blend of the of, of the two. I'm a business coach on on Instagram, but I but people always say, you know, oh, I love watching what you're doing because you just you you're just you're just showing up as you. And um, so it comes naturally, but then that's also been how I've grown my business. So obviously, I started from scratch with with my coaching, um, and within about eighteen months, I was doing twenty k months, and that was just because I just I, I did what I knew what to do, which was just show up as me, and that's been like my biggest um, my biggest um, tool. But it's also been now what I teach other people to do, and um, and had how to help them grow businesses was to because sales can sometimes be a real icky thing for people and they don't know don't want to sell themselves and don't want to do sales but if you think of it really as a service and I know that I can help women like you like other people that are out there find more time freedom find more financial freedom chase their dreams take their leaps and that really fuels me so when I see you producing a course out there and that's deal you know that's that's offered to eight women or 12 women that makes me feel really amazing because I'm helping you do that or you know and and then you see you know you see the exponential um impact of of your work and so that's kind of how I got into coaching was just started doing it um and I'm not I know some people suffer from perfectionism and I'm not a total perfectionist so I'm much more of a you know I'll just throw myself in the deep end and I'll just do it. And I'll say, Oh, I'm doing a course and I'll maybe talk about it on social media. And then all of a sudden some people will be like, Oh, great. That sounds great. And then I'll be like, Oh, shit, I actually have to go create that. So, you know, it, you create, create the problems for yourself and then you can solve them. Mm. It's so, I think that the online business world and creating your own business like this too, just offers so much for women as well, particularly mm. well mm. For, for anyone really, but particularly for women in that there's so much, I don't know what you found, but, you know, often when you realise that you're out of alignment and you want all this stuff and and the ability, like the opportunity to just really just be yourself and show up and be yourself and create a business that's going to impact lives and there's something so joyous and so related to feeling good about yourself and your own life and all of that as well. Like the well-being and entrepreneurship is so linked, isn't it, really? Yes, totally, totally, yeah. And and, and if you can think of it, um, you know, you, you kind of take that a lot of women put a lot of pressure on themselves to you know, to really produce and to really, um, you know, to, oh, I want to make, you know, a certain amount or, and, and if you actually, I'm all for goals and I'm all for setting targets and things like that. But if you actually realize that the, 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 the number one most powerful thing that you actually skill that you have and, and, and thing that you have is actually just being you is actually inside of you and sharing that with the world and realizing that, um, you know, your unique take on, business on life on on whatever it is that you're going to share is the thing that's going to attract um your you know people to you then you realize that there is an opportunity there is you know there is scope there is it's not too saturated that you can come to the to the to the to the business world or to the online coaching world and and put your spin on it and even if it's a matter of like helping 10 women every year imagine helping 10 women and you know, charging, I don't know, five grand each. That's, that's way under, under like what a market rate would be for a year, but you can make 50 grand. Like you can make 50, you can make a hundred, you can make, a, you know, you could absolutely hit kind of income targets, you know, almost very easily by actually just being you and doing, doing the thing. So I, I mentioned at the beginning, you know, in just, just trusting and just showing up as you. And so, yes, like there's so much to learn when it comes to online, to the online world, but so much is accessible 
even free these days. I, I offer like free advice all the time with resources and, 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 and ways of learning and free online classes. And um, yeah, so that the, the, the opportunity is, is, is absolutely there for people to create online businesses. And um, then when you get, you know, get started, then I would highly encourage people to invest in themselves because that investment does help you kind of take it up a notch. Um, but I think that, that it, that it's, it's such a good opportunity, especially like you said, for moms, um, I work probably 15, maybe 20 hours a week where our kids don't have school on a Wednesday here. So I'm, you know, not on Wednesday. I don't do calls on a, on a, on a, on a Friday. I keep Fridays to myself and I working, you know, three days are all around my life and my kids and and my, and the market that I go to on a Thursday morning. And, um, and it's ultimate freedom. It's also when you have that time freedom and um then the fi- the financial freedom comes as well is it's 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 magic oh, it really is and it's so powerful and i love like it's kind of like the synergy between doing the inner work on yourself and working on yourself and discovering yourself and then also how that can impact others and you can turn that into a business and it's just i love that really that it's like your story and your energy and what you bring and your personal perspective on everything can can support and help and grow other people as well. It's so beautiful. So totally, I'd like to totally. ask you about your, like, I was just thinking, what, tell us some of your, the ways that you maintain, because I always like to ask guests about, like, how they look after their own well-being and the practices that they might have. So what are some of the things that you might do in your your day-to-day to kind of, you know, grow your personal development and your own energy and, and, and the um, spiritual side of things? Or what are some of the things that you do? So I mentioned already I put myself first selflessly I put myself first um I cycle sync so I I I may I maintain like an an understanding of where I'm at in my cycle Mm -hmm. so that I can um so that I can work my productivity around that so you know in my cycle I know you know next week I already know it's on it's coming on you know my period is coming on like Sunday Monday um, and I know that around that time I need to up my, my, my self-care, um, I'm eating differently. So I have, uh, I suffer from candida and, or at times. And so I know that I need to, you know, what I need to do nutritionally, um, in, you know, in my cycle at certain times around things I should eat and I shouldn't eat. Um, so taking care of that, that side of things for me, um, because if I, don't then I can't I can't again be my best self I can't show up you know as my best self um also you know in in that I um I do follow the lunar cycle so I'll see what's happening you know energetically with the full moons or the new moons um and you know and and how that can impact your productivity because it's it's um when there's more energy in the in the in the universe around a full moon it's a great time to launch it's a great time to be doing sales calls it's a great time to be you know putting yourself out there um, so just, you know, expanding my mind around some of these things over the last four years has been, um, has been a gift and has really, you know, you don't have to believe everything. You just take the bits that are like, shit, I love the sound of that. I'm going to try that. And then, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you do that. You don't have to say like, oh, I'm jumping on that bandwagon or, but you just try certain things. And when, when it all starts to, when certain things work, then this is the thing that's helped me be able to get into flow and be able to kind of really run my business with ease. I don't say it's easy because it's, it's business isn't easy, but it runs with ease and with flow and with the grain versus always going against the grain. 
And this is where, like, I guess, whether it's lunar cycle or cycle thinking can really, really help. Um, that whole mind expansion, I, you know, is, is, is learning for me has been a bit learning about things like human design, um, you know, the power of, 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 um, of, of our energetics and around, you know, around that, that vibration that we, that we emit and that helps us attract the kind of, um, not just people into our businesses and maybe money into our businesses, but it helps us attract and uh, the kind of life that we want. So, you know, it's the, it's like when someone comes into a room and they light up the light up, light up the room. You know, they are emitting a high frequency. They're there. They you you love to attract those kind of people. And so, I honestly believe that because of the energy that I have now and ha- what's shifted in me, I attract such abundance in, into my life with people that I meet, like random strangers on the tram or like on our trip, or you'd be sitting next to somebody and. And, um, not like I'm always looking for conversation, but they'll be like, and then, and we'll leave that conversation of like some stranger that they'll sit with next to her having a coffee with. And I'll be like, I was meant to meet that person today. You know, that's really cool. And so for me, this is all part of like expanding my mind. Um, obviously like being mindful, like business is hard. And so having a mindset practice with keeping those doubts at bay and keeping, you know, sometimes the mornings you wake up and I'm going to be on a summit at the beginning of September. Um, actually, I think when, when this is going live and I'm going to be on a stage with like a New York times bestselling dude, and I'm sure I'll be like crapping myself going, holy <laughs> smokes, like I'm not meant to be on this stage with this dude who's, you know, who's totally qualified, but I am, I absolutely am. And so having a mindful practice or a mindset practice will help me. And I know that in the run up to that, I'll be having to, you know, really own my power and own my own who I am so that I can stand, you know, strong on that stage virtual stage um and so i never would have been equipped with all of these kind of tools and 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 things in my life if i had not been open to expanding my mind and learning about these things through you know courses and people and people that inspire me and books and all sorts of different you know different different things so yeah that's all part of my wellness practice and and showing up um 100% you know um first as a as a as a woman as a friend as a mom as a as a wife and then as a coach and a business leader mm-hmm. oh, so so cool so I want to ask you a couple more questions one is so for someone who's thinking oh okay I've got this inkling I'm feeling out of alignment like what's your advice to someone as how to take the leap or how to have the confidence to you know where would you start if you did say want to kind of change your business or change your life <laughs> do things that you've obviously yeah done beautifully like is there sort of a, a first step bit of advice or how do you build that confidence or trust yourself how do you build that trust to actually take the leap to to do new things yeah so uh, you know that 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 inner work is 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 essential so um going going inward before you go out out outward um is is key so i would say um Starting to, if, if, if thoughts are swirling in your mind, I, I highly encourage people to get them down on the paper um, or talk to somebody about it. So even just talking, like saying it out loud. I know, you know, I, with all my clients, um, we need voice messages for each other. And sometimes, uh, you know, my clients will just say, show up on, on the, on Voxer, on our, on our voice messaging app. And then after two or three minutes, it's like, oh, I think I just answered my question. And I feel a lot better, a lot, a lot, you know, a lot better about that. So, you know, say it to somebody. Say it to your for your to your phone and leave some voice messages for yourself, or actually just write it down. So writing it down in a journal is going to take those thoughts and put it down, 
because if they're swirling up here, it's really hard to get clarity on the direction that you're going if um, if there's too much chaos going on in, in, in your mind. And so getting some of those thoughts down, you know, um, just you can Google um, or I can send it to you uh, a list of values. So, you know, you may not have done the work on your values and, you know, you're like, OK, what the heck are values? You know, I'm sure companies have mission, vision, values, but I certainly don't. So. You can think about what values are most important to you. And it's nice, nice exercise to do thinking about how, you know, what are your family values? Um, and then ask yourself the question, am I living in those? Am I living in those values? If, if, if I come up with spirit of adventure or if I come up with courage or these are some of mine or joy or optimism, you know, you ask yourself your question, am I, am I living in, in those values? But that's also how I make decisions in my business. I look at my values and I think about my values and I say, is that in alignment with my values? Is, is is going on that podcast in alignment? You know, is is working with that person in alignment? If it feels a bit off, then I'm I know it's 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 not it's not the right decision. Um, so I would start with that. I would start with you know Google a thing. You can find a list of, of values on online or email me or DM me. I can send you a list. Um, start with the value work. Get those thoughts down onto paper. Just start journaling, even if it's just you know like for just for yourself. Take a take some some you know in a, in a morning practice. I know you're keen and on on morning practices as I as as am I, um, but doing a little bit of writing each morning just gets those thoughts down. The other little exercise that I do is a is a um, and it sometimes scares people, but is doing a twenty year plan. So actually writing out all of your year, like all of the next twenty years on on a piece of paper, all of your names of the people that are in your in your um, in your family, you know, across the top. Write down key dates, write down, you know, times when kids are going into school, finishing high school, 40th, 50th, 60th. And you'll go, holy moly, it's all my my next 20 years, my next real like the years of my life are written down on one piece of paper. How am I going to make the most of this? And so then you say, well, OK, my son's starting um, high school in that year. OK, maybe the two years prior to that is probably a good time for us to go on a trip around Australia or <laughs> take some time off or you know, do something that I've always wanted to do, or, you know, I've, that's how I've scheduled and um, made some dream trips happen. I, at 40, I wanted to go to Italy. I just had a four month old baby at, 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 at 40, but we still made it happen. I actually don't know how we made it happen, but it was because I put it out there. Cause I, you know, if you don't ask the universe, that, you know, for something then it's not going to happen. And it just happened that it, we, we made it, we made it happen. And um, at 50, similarly, you know, I saw that on my 20 year plan, um, my kids are going to be 10, 14, and 18, and I've always wanted to do an African safari. So at 50, we're going on an Afri- to an African, when I turn 50, we're going on an African safari because one, logistically, it works with our, all of my kids' ages. I want them to remember it forever. Two, I've put it out there. It's, I know it can happen. But three, just it's intentionally, I'm already putting money aside because it's not the kind of trip that you just all of a sudden just say, I'm going on an African safari. I'm going to drop 20 grand. Um, and it, it helps you make it happen. So all of those things just help you you know, get out of your head and make things happen and get a little bit planned around it. And, you know, again, get intentional. Oh, I love that so much. And that's that's pretty much what we've done with this because, you know, as you know, we're taking the year off next year to go traveling. We haven't exactly decided where yet with all the COVID crazy. But, um, and it was obviously one of the reasons why I was so drawn to you as well was this idea that you could go and change your life and live overseas. And, and we're not planning to do it permanently at this stage. But yes, we had we did a similar thing. We've been planning it for you know a good four years, especially with the farm. We've had to plan it mm. way ahead so that we can make sure that the operation side of things is okay on the farm. And we've left yep. 
you know, we've set it up so we've got the right people in place and it's all ready. And But if you never, like, put it out there, it's never going to happen, is it? And that's, I think that is a really big part of it. Like, it's just actually saying exactly. and allowing yourself to dream big, think big. Yes. And then make it happen if it's something that you really want to do. Yeah. And I think that's where your story is so inspirational. It's like you just you just do it, you know. And sometimes often what holds us back is all the overthinking and all the, yeah, mm-hmm. the worry. and Stuck and in the how. Stuck in the how as opposed how? to trusting it, right? Yeah. Exactly, yes. So trust just comes I, from I didn't home. get, like when we came here, I didn't. I never thought, I, of course, I thought like, okay, shit, like what are the kids are going to do for school and some of those, you know, some of those things. But I never got stuck in like, how is this actually going to happen? You just, you just, you just trust. And I always said to my, even in business, I said to my sales teams all the time, I used to say, if you don't ask, you don't get, don't ask for a pay rise. You're never going to get one. If you don't ask something, you know, from, from your husband, you're never going to, you're never going to get it. If you don't ask for, you know, you don't ask the universe for, for what you want. I want to write a book. Oh my gosh. As soon as you tell somebody about it, as soon as you say the thing, then you, you can make it happen. You make it happen. You trust that it's going to happen. Mm, such good advice. And so has it been wonderful? You're five years in now. You've been in France for five years. You know, it, it looks wonderful. Is it as wonderful as it looks? It is. It is. I, you know, our, our, our life is, um, is abundant. So our life is, is really joyful. Um, that's how I can, you know, best describe it. Um, I, the balance that I have between my, my work and my, um, my life, my, you know, all the things that I love to do and, going for lunch with my husband and, you know, having time. It's the time thing that really, you know, when I think back to comparing it to our life in, in, in South Melbourne or Albert Park, like we had a beautiful life. We had an amazing life in South Melbourne, but we never stopped to enjoy it as much as we do now. So that's the, that's the biggest thing. Um, like I feel like I am a better wife, friend, sister, mother, all of those things. So that's really important. And, you know, um, yeah, I just, I really feel like it's, it's, um, I'm sure it'll continue and it hasn't all been smooth sailing. It's been hard. Like the French can be really hard. The French can be a pain in the ass. Like the administration in France is, uh, is that it can be a nightmare, but you can either, you know, let that bog you down or you can, you know, just rise above it and, um, focus on the things that are amazing and be grateful for all of that. So that's what we choose to, to do. Um, and that's just part of me. One of my values is optimism. And so seeing the silver lining on, on, on everything, um, helps me keep that, keep that gratitude and, and that keeps help my energy high. And I know that because if I, you know, if, if I, if I continue to do that, that will continue to, to, to attract abundance in, into my life and more joy and more experiences and, and, and memories and things like that. So yeah, five years on, um, it's been amazing. Um, that's all I can say. Yes, I, I, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah, we still we still keep a connection. Obviously, with Australia, we still rent our house out. Rent our house out. Um, our boys still very much identify with Australia. Um, even the youngest, he left when he was almost two, and he he says he introduced himself yesterday. He says, "I'm in France, but I'm Australian." So, <laughs> so cute. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. It's so inspirational. I just find your story so inspirational, and I think. There's, there's so much in that, as I said, even if you're thinking, well, I can't move to France, but, you know, the, the ways that you live your life and the values that you have and, the, like, you know, living from abundance and gratitude and all those practices that you have in place and starting the business that you've started are things that we can all do from anywhere. And it's just that mm. it's the stepping back and the reflection, the being willing to see things differently and yeah. 
almost, you know, also accepting that radical responsibility for where you are in your life and doing the things to make the changes that you want to bring you joy and prioritising that above other That's things, right. above everything else, That's right. really. That should be the most. Above everything else. Yeah. 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 Because when you're in debt, when you're focusing on the negative, when you're, you know, feel like you're, you know, in a, in a really tough time, the more you focus on all of those really negative, tough, hard things, the more you're actually, you're probably going to attract of that because your energy is, is attracting that. So, you know, if you're in a hard period and financially, you know, financial difficulty might be, might be um, the reality for a lot of people, you know, I encourage you to look at the whole Law, the world of law of attraction and, 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 and that whole energetics piece around what you, what you can attract into your life, because we went from living check to check, literally to creating abundance in our life and being self-made millionaires and all of that kind of stuff all in between. Mm. So it hasn't always been smooth sailing. It's never, um, you know, uh, and I try to keep it re- real on Instagram and I try to, you know, show people, yes, that things can be amazing and I'm living an abundant life, but <laughs> You know, there's my kids playing chess one minute, but the other one sitting on PlayStation and being an absolute terror and that's life, you know, or this is the hard, this is, this is hard right now. Or, you know, showing that not, not getting sucked into the, to the, to the, you know, to the warp of Instagram and believing that everybody's life is so tickety boo because there are hard times. But if you choose to rise above it and, and continue to try to attract um, abundance into your life, you will, you absolutely will. Absolutely. That's a lot of the work that I've been doing lately as well. And it's so powerful. It's so awesome. I love it. Um, so oh, I didn't get to ask you about your gorgeous house. I did want to ask about that because you've renovated the beautiful house. It looks amazing. But everyone who wants to see that can go and follow you on Instagram because it is so Instagram. You of it recently as well, didn't you? Sorry, say that again. You did a little walkthrough, like a tour. Yeah, of- yeah, I did a little walkthrough. I, I finally did a little walkthrough on my on an IG live. I um, I did a little tour of the house, and I I do some fun um, reels and stuff using the house and 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 whatnot. But yes, it was a it was a falling down farmhouse, and uh, it's no longer falling down. Um, and it is beautiful. And yeah, this could, this place gives me a lot of joy. I'm hiding in my closet right now, looking at these 300 year old beams of you know, above me. And um, yeah, there's, there's nothing but gratitude about this place. Oh, it's so divine. And the other thing, just to finish up on that I wanted to ask you about is your upcoming course. So for anyone who might be, I guess it's, well, you tell us who the course is aimed at and what the course is about, because it'll be launching in a couple of weeks after we drop this podcast. So tell us about the upcoming yeah. course and how someone can work with you if they want to as well. Yeah, sure. Um, thank you for that opportunity. Um, no so the course that I am, I guess it's a program um, that I'm launching again in September uh, is called Soulful Sales. And generally, I love working with, uh, with people that I call or who are ambitious and soulful, um, you know, female entrepreneurs generally. So I, I don't just work with coaches. I do work with a, a wide variety of, of, of women from, you know, I think I do attract some retail shop owners and whatnot because of the retail experience that I have and advertising experience um, everywhere through, you know, anywhere through to, 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 to coaches. Um, and the core social sales is really about um, selling uh, you and your business and making it less, less sleazy and less cheesy and less hard for you um, by showing up more authentically as you. Um, so it is about um, blending, you know, the the work in um, in your energy, your mindset, and stra- and good simple strategies. So um, I, I've worked with a lot of coaches and through a lot of programs myself, and I can see a lot of people often come to me and are trying um, 
to to build businesses based on other people's strategies. So it's about creating your own strategy. It's about creating uh, what's going to work for you, what's sustainable for you. Um, and 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 the the goal is to be able to sell more authentically and um, grow your business. So it's a twelve week program that starts at the end of September um, and is both um, some pre recorded but some live. Um, and I do provide some a little bit of one on one as well. So that's that that's the course that's the program Soulful Sales. Um, so it probably is anybody who you know. Sometimes I work with people that have been in business for you know, three or four years, but, you know, you could be somebody who's just getting, getting off the ground as well. It would be, it would be definitely relevant for that kind of person as well. Um, and then I have a one-on-one container, which is what you work inside of, which is a six month program where I work with people one-on-one. Um, I'm very vested in my client's journey and in my, my client's, um, uh, success and growth. And, you know, some would probably say, I think too much about my clients, but, um, I love, being a part of their growth and you know that one-on-one support really is the kind of thing that gives people the accountability and the support and the you know having because because entrepreneurship can be lonely right like it can be especially when we're off in rural places and you're on your own and and in the backwaters of wherever um it can be a lonely thing and there's a lot of times when you're feeling down in the dumps and feeling like I can't do this anymore this isn't working and so having somebody in your back pocket as a cheerleader as someone to brainstorm with um you know, both in one-on-one calls, but also, you know, Voxer and, and leaving voice messages, there's a real power in in in, in that. So that's my one-on-one um, practice. And I will be launching down the track another mastermind, which is like a, um, a collective of women coming together to, again, grow our businesses in, in um, embodying and expanding our minds and, and doing so, you know, with like-minded women. So Yes, I encourage people to get in touch on on Instagram, follow along. I I love to like I said, I love to share my my journey and stories there, um, or on Facebook, of course. And um, yeah, I'd love to connect with some of your some of your community. Oh, and I bet that you'll get lots of followers now, just purely for the house as well. I can tell you, it's worth <laughs> all of her wonderful, beautiful, like all the stuff that she shares about business and life and everything is just so valuable. And and I've loved working with you so much so far. So it's been wonderful. So thank you so much for your time today. It was yeah very inspirational for me, and I hope for all of our listeners. And so wonderful to hear your story. And uh, thank you, yes, thank everybody. you, thank you. It's been it's been wonderful to be here, and I know people can't see it, but I got a big smile on my face. And uh, yeah, I um, it's 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 a joy to share the story and um, and to hopefully help some other women that are that are out there. Thank you so much, and everybody, go and follow along. And yeah, thanks so much, Suzanne. I'm so grateful, and thanks to all the listeners for joining us today. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, Suzanne. Thanks, Katrina. Bye.